We thank you for making Locked On Eagles and Locked On Texans your first listen each and every day. Welcome into another edition of Crossover Thursday. Today's episode of Locked On Eagles and Locked On Texans is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, go up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKDOWN. That's prizepix.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of Lockdown Eagles. He's John Hickman, host of Lockdown Texans. Eagles, Texans tonight at 8.15. John, how's it going, man? Uh, first time to talk in a long time. Yeah, we haven't talked since the Super Bowl, right? Back yeah, in uh, February. And uh, <laughs> what's kind of funny is, um, you know, I don't know about you guys, well, you were scouting for the Eagles, but, you know, yeah. we were out there and one player that I really loved, not only with the practice, but just speaking with him during the uh, open media sessions was Damian Pierce. And yeah. we ended up drafting him. Right. Uh, yeah. I remember that interview, which is great. So but it's been a while, man. It's been it a while. Been. Good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. Down in Mobile, I was actually looking a lot of quarterbacks. I was looking at Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett and Desmond Ritter, but the Eagles have not needed that after Jalen Hurts has taken a huge MVP-like step in 2022. Right now, according to our official sportsbook at Bet Online, he's second in MVP odds, only behind Josh Allen. So, you know, John, you see the Eagles are the only undefeated team left in football at 7-0. and The Houston Texans at 1-5-1. Two teams in very different points of uh, a rebuild, you know, for Houston, the Eagles, you know, it's kind of funny. Both of these teams were kind of in a rebuild at the same time with what happened with Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson. But, uh, you know, the Eagles have done a great job really speeding up that process for you in Houston. Like what is the state of this team for our Eagles listeners? Like how many core <laughs> pieces do they have um, along this rebuild process? I would say the entire for the most part, the 2022 draft class. That is yeah. the core pieces for Houston moving forward. I would also go back a couple of years ago to John Grenard, who's been battling injuries. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, I don't think that John Grenard is going to be the stud sack getter, but I think John Grenard would be a, a very good second man. We just haven't seen him play football enough here this season after a lot of high expectations during the offseason. But I will say this. And, again, I want to mention Damian Pierce, uh, Keon yeah. Green, Derek Stingley Jr., who's been coming along great, uh, Jalen Petrie, one of the stars of, um, you know, this young defense. Another but single standout, by the way, Petrie. Yeah, very, very – and he's balling. I will say this. For us here in Houston, you mentioned we're on two different planes right now. You guys are building a contender powerhouse, yeah. right? A.J. Brown in the offseason. I can't wait to ask you about Howie Roseman. Uh, Devontae Smith stepping up getting your quarterback weapons. And here in Houston, it's the total opposite. Davis Mills, right, don't have weapons. And then the weapons that he do have, well, Brandon Cooks wants out. That's the biggest storyline for Houston right now. Made it publicly known that he didn't really necessarily want to be here. A lot of things going on behind closed doors. He was supposed to go to Dallas. That deal fell through because of the money compensation and what Houston was willing to eat and what they were not willing to eat. Yeah. Then you have Nico Collins, who – for, for the Texans have been the best receiver this year. He's also questionable. Actually, I think he's out for the, tonight's game against yeah. the Eagles. And so not a lot of weapons here in Houston. And it's going to get ugly really fast. Yeah, John, that's the thing, too, about this matchup is the Eagles, I feel like, already had a significant advantage when it comes to just overall talent on the roster. But 
Houston's coming into this game extremely banged up on both sides of the ball, whereas the Eagles are still fresh. You know, they played the Steelers on Sunday, but they're coming off that bye week the week before, and they're relatively healthy, right? So it looks like the Texans are going to be missing some guys tonight, and even if they're playing, they're going to be pretty limited. Absolutely. And let's look at the Eagles. Let's be realistic yeah. about this game. Yeah, you know, yeah. The Eagles are one of, if not the most dominant team in the mm-hmm. NFL right now. The Texans are one of, if not the worst team in the NFL. As a matter of fact, the power rankings for ESPN, they were ranked 32. Yeah. So this is an this is not a good team. This team was not put together well. Um, this this team does not have a one star that you can say may be able to take over a game. And then on the opposite end, taking on Philly, shout out to the Astros, by the way, but taking on <laughs> the Eagles. You guys have stars at almost every position. Of course, you're yeah. going to be without Jordan Davis, who I was really excited to see. He was a player that I loved in college at Georgia, but you still have go-getters up front that can stop the run. You got big play Slay out there at corner. Mm-hmm. He's going to probably have an easy day because he ain't got right, nobody really to hold. But overall, we got to talk about Jalen Hurts, man, the hometown yeah. kid from the city of Houston, Eastside kid, and he has done tremendous this season, just taking a, a big leap in his production. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think we always knew there was a certain floor with this Eagles team in 2022 because of how talented the roster was. Even last year, they made the playoffs with a worse roster. And you knew this team could be an elite rushing team anytime they wanted to be. Number one rushing attack last year, an elite offensive line. We knew Jalen Hurts was one of the best mobile quarterbacks in football. But why, you know, down at the Senior Bowl, the last time I saw you, I was watching quarterbacks is because I was very skeptical he could take this kind of step as a passer um, in the pocket. Right now, Pro Football uh, Pro Football Focus only has Tua Tugoviola as a higher-graded passer than Hurts this season. I mean, what he did in the pocket, especially last week against Pittsburgh, the ball placement. I mean, he had three of the most improbable completions, according to Next Gen Stats, on those three touchdowns to A.J. Brown, what he's been doing. And a lot of it, as you mentioned, is the roster that general manager Howie Roseman has put around him. It's a lot easier to throw to A.J. Brown than Jalen Rager last year. But at the same time, John, it's the work he's put in. It's the relentless work ethic, um, the development in his mechanics, his footwork his pocket presence, the timing, being in a system finally for two years in a row has been so crucial. And yeah, I'm eating a lot of crow from, and our Eagles listeners will tell you that for sure, but I'll tell you what, it's the best tasting crow I've ever had. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I'm so jealous that you guys have a Davis Mills, not the guy, man. Like, how do you, how do you feel about your quarterback situation? Are you just really looking to this draft class with Bryce Young and CJ Stroud? Absolutely. Uh, d- yeah. d- going into the off season, listen, I was fair. I felt that, at the very least, Davis Mills deserved an opportunity to get 17 games, right? And we were out there mobile, and I've been on record by saying I didn't think there was a quarterback worth taking in this draft this year uh, for Houston, maybe other franchises. But for Houston, if you're going to take a a quarterback, this has to be a franchise-changing quarterback, and it just wasn't in this draft. So I like what Nick Casario did. I didn't like what he did in the offseason with free agents. However, it's hard when you're kind of strapped with money. And Houston is not a pretty opportunity right now, maybe like other franchises. But there was no quarterback that you can really hang your hat on. And Davis Mills, how he ended last season, deserved 17 games. Through the course of the first, what, nine weeks now, it's been bad. He has not been good. Uh, There's been moments where maybe you can place blame on the lack of weapons. 
There's been moments where you maybe can place blame, little blame on the play calling. But ultimately, overall, when we analyze Davis Mills here in Houston, he has regressed. He's not hitting the same throws. He's not as mm-hmm. accurate as he was last season during his rookie year. And it just looks bad. So I'm still I still struggle whether or not I go with Jalen Carter, number one overall, if I'm Houston. If I have the opportunity to pick one of those quarterbacks or Jalen Carter, I would love Jalen Carter. But I think that when you look at the problems of Houston, you can't blame them for wanting to go with a quarterback with their first. Pick. I agree. And I think that's kind of the silver lining with a team being that bad is that's when you have an opportunity to restart and get a franchise quarterback. I was kind of nervous, maybe like with Davis Mills last year. That's what I was nervous about Jalen Hurts this year is if he was good and showed flashes, but overall it still wasn't consistent enough, but it was enough for the Eagles to just keep moving forward and win a certain level of games where you're picking in the middle of the first round. So it's not worth taking a quarterback. And so, you know, I guess it's kind of good that the, you know, Hertz made that MVP like step. And with Davis mills, I feel like with a quarterback, John, you either want him to take that step or no step at all and move on and find another guy that has that capability. So I guess that's definitely the silver lining for the Houston Texans, but they still have to play these games. we got a Thursday night battle coming up tonight, kickoff at 8-15 between the Eagles and Texans. we got matchups coming up next right here on Crossover Thursday. But first, shout out to one of our sponsors of the day, and it's Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question, have a milestone to celebrate, or want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independent Graded diamonds and pieces uh, priced significantly below traded retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond, shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a special milestone, but still having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's BlueNile.com, promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more, BlueNile.com, promo code LOCKEDON. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Texans your first listen each and every day. Guys, make sure your second listen is the Lockdown Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insight only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's John Hickman. And, John, we got a 8-15 kickoff today between the 7-0 Eagles, the 1-5-1 Houston Texans. And, you know, we kind of talked about how on different, you know, planes of existence right now these two teams are, and Houston's very banged up compared to Philadelphia. But regardless, in the NFL, we know anything can happen, um, and especially on a short week. You just never know. Thursday Night Football is really weird. If you had to think about a couple key matchups that could dictate this match, this this game overall. What's like the first key matchup you think of? For Houston, it has to be controlling, attempting to control yeah. the line of scrimmage. Mm. Uh, this last game the Houston Texans just played, that game was difficult. Why? Jeffrey Simmons had a day, made it very difficult for a Houston Texan offensive line with a rookie left guard. Your right 
uh, right guard, AJ Kane, was out that game. He'll be back. He was back in practice after battling injury. He was out. And then we look at Quisenberry, who spent some time out of that game due to a minor injury getting banged up. But overall, if I'm scared of Jeffrey Simmons and the Tennessee yeah. Titans defensive line, then there's no difference from the Philadelphia uh, Eagles defensive line. And so for Houston, they've been pretty effective on the ground this year. One of the better running teams in the league behind Damian Pierce, who has been phenomenal for this offense. The offense goes where Damian Pierce carries them. So if he's not getting involved in the game and if he's getting shut out, then this is what's going to happen. I know you guys see this, but yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and get white flag. But that's the biggest matchup to me. Like I look at big play Slade, Darius Slayton, who, by the yeah. way, I don't understand Matt Patricia calling him not a number one cornerback a few years back. He's yeah, man, it's crazy. Right I have no idea. Now. And then that game against the Vikings early in the year, boy, was that a performance by a cornerback. It's the only game Justin Jefferson couldn't do anything this year, John. And Justin yeah. Jefferson is one of the best premier receivers in the league. And big play just had him yep. in Rikers. Um, so I don't see a receiver here in Houston to challenge that. So that's not a matchup. Right. Uh, I, I don't see Davis Mills taking too many shots down the field. So your secondary won't be a matchup. But then on the defensive side for Houston, I don't see Houston really keeping up with Philly offensively. Mm-hmm. So it does come in the trenches. If you want a shot yeah. to win this game. And for, for defensively for Houston, they've done a very good job of bending but not breaking. Mm-hmm. Right? Teams don't necessarily come out of the red zone with a lot of touchdowns. Uh, outside of what we saw against the Titans. So they got to control the line of scrimmage. They got to get Damian Pierce involved, find ways to get him involved in the run game, find ways to get him involved in the passing game. That's the only way Houston is going to have an opportunity to put some points on the board. I think Pierce is going to be the key here, especially with the Eagles. They have a really deep defensive line. They still have Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Milton Williams inside. But, John, they did lose Jordan Davis, who – was their best run defender, their first round pick this year out of Georgia. Um, He did just go on IR yesterday. So he's out at least four to six weeks. So he's not going to be playing in this football game. One of pro football focuses highest grading defensive lineman this year against the run. So, you know, an absolute monster. And that's one key is, you know, he was huge in stopping the run when they've been using more of these four man fronts with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. That's more when, you know, a DeAndre Swift has been able to attack them with the run or even an Eno Benjamin in Arizona. They had trouble with him when Jordan Davis wasn't on the field. So Damian Pierce is going to be the crucial piece for the Texans offense. Also, too, because the Eagles have been an inconsistent tackling team this year, and we know how physical Pierce was. I think that's the first thing that popped up in my head when I watched him in Mobile. It's like, man, this guy never goes down at the point of first contact. And so I think that's going to be crucial on that side of the ball. For the other side, yeah, I agree, John. I feel like it has to do with the trenches because the Texans are the eighth-best team this year when it comes to passing yards allowed. Uh, Derek Stingley against A.J. Brown is going to be a really fun matchup. I think Jalen Petrie at safety is going to be key trying to make sure the Eagles don't have – you know, last year the Eagles had – or last week, I should say, they had four touchdowns of all of 25 yards or more. So that's going to be huge, but – the Texans are what dead last against the run this year. And we know the Eagles last year were the number one rushing attack in football. So trying to, and, and I also think Hertz that's a big reason team. why I, I apologize. Yeah. No, you're good. I also think that's why that's a big reason why we won't necessarily see too much involvement from the secondary outside of Jalen Petrie. Jalen Petrie does a very good job and, 
as much as we've criticized Lovey Smith and this outdated ancient defense, mm-hmm. he does a very good job of allowing Jalen Petrie to play his game, getting him around that line of scrimmage, uh, using him as a, a run the box in the in the box run defender at times, yeah. which has helped Houston out. Um, but overall, I think it does come out to Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, what you guys are able to do on the ground. Hurts just being super effective in this game with picking his poison, however he wants to dice a defense up. Yeah, I agree. Eagles, and they need this win. Although they're undefeated at 7-0, they got Minnesota at 6-1 right behind them. The other two teams, the NFC East, already have six wins. So even at an undefeated record, they can't get comfortable and they can't overlook this Houston Texans team, even though they, I think, severely outmatched them. Um, it's still going to be a game that they got to take seriously and hopefully put away early. John, we got predictions coming up next. This is Crossover Thursday with Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Texans. Absolutely. But before we talk about the predictions for Thursday night's game, Bet Online is still your number one source for all of your betting, football, and the start of the new basketball season needs. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on each and every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your betting, sports wagering information, live betting, and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about Bet Online because Bet Online is where the game starts. This is Crossover Thursday right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of Lockdown Eagles. He's John Hickman, host of Lockdown Texans. Eagles, Texans tonight on Thursday Night Football, 8 15 kickoff. Eagles are undefeated at 7 0. Houston's 1 5 1. Uh, John, prediction time, taking a look at Bet Online. Looks like the Eagles are 13 and a half point favorites here. So I think we're both going to agree if we had to go money line, right? If we just had to take a team outright today, it's going to be Philadelphia. But maybe just for our, our betting listeners, uh, do you believe that Houston can cover in this game? You know, can they keep it close? Maybe some garbage time? If you had to put your money on that, what would you be doing? Let's not lie to the people. <laughs> <laughs> 13 and a half favorites? Yeah, yeah. So that's two. That's two tutties. Uh, two yeah, touchdowns. yeah, yeah. I see. I see this game getting very ugly. Honestly, mm. I do. Um, I, I don't think that Houston at this point in the season is ready for a team this dominant. They got guys out. They got important guys out. And the issue, guys, and and if you like the locked on Texans or you like the Texans, and if you've been checking us out, or even if you're an Eagles fan, we can go back to the off season, Louis, and what I've been saying the entire time. Yeah. They did a piss poor job of bringing in depth and talented depth. Uh, Houston has routinely this year ran with four wide receivers active for game days. That's been an issue. That's been an issue of not being able to use certain wide receivers and players on your roster to their best advantage. That's been an issue. The lack of depth. Again, that's been an issue. Now you got Brandon Cook's question, boy. I don't believe he'll play. He's disgruntled. With the yeah. organization right now, the best receiver, Nico Collins, is out. That leaves Houston with Chris Moore, Philip Dorsett, Tyrone Johnson, who was just signed a few days ago, and OJ Howard, Jordan Akins, and Brevin Jordan. It's not enough for Philly, man. So right. you guys are contender ready. Houston is first pick ready. This is how it's Opposite looking. ends. No, I'm with you. I, I, I agree. I'd probably take the Eagles to cover there. And, you know, some Eagles teams in the past, I would be nervous about overlooking an inferior opponent. And, you know, you have that 
prototypical trap game in the NFL, but this Eagles team is so mature from top to bottom, not only the veterans, but the young players like Jalen Hurts and, you know, Devontae Smith and uh, these crucial young pieces on both sides of the ball. I just can't imagine they're going to not take care of business tonight against Houston. Like I said, they need this win at seven and oh, you can't get comfortable and you can't afford a loss to anybody because you got other teams in the NFC that are battling with you for your own division. And you're trying to lock up this first round bye. And that's crucial for the Eagles because you look at the last time they won the Super Bowl in 2017, the playoffs ran through Lincoln Financial Field. And if it didn't, if Carson Wentz back then didn't get them home field advantage, I don't know if Nick Foles goes into Atlanta or goes into Minnesota and gets a win. So home field advantage is so crucial for the playoffs. And there's only one bye week um, in the playoffs this year for each conference. So I think the Eagles need to start, you know, keep stacking wins and, you know, take advantage of this matchup tonight against a banged up Texans team that, is already rebuilding, but we'll see what happens tonight, John. Kickoff at eight fifteen. Got a, got a question, man. I got yeah, a question. go ahead. How? How? Because I'm jealous. I'm really <laughs> yeah. jealous. Yeah. Uh, how this team has been placed together by Howie Roseman, man. Like how? How does it feel to look at a general manager mm. and say, one, you had the balls and the guts early in the offseason to say we're not moving on from Hurts. Right. Then you go out there, you trade for A.J. Brown. He's worth it. Devontae Smith takes a step. You draft Jordan Davis. Big place. Like, the way he put this team together, yeah. it's almost like God himself has to walk down and say, I don't really want you guys to win the Super Bowl this year. Because yeah. he's put together that damn good. John, honestly, I wanted Howie Roseman fired after 2020. I thought it was very wow. similar to Houston. And we know the Deshaun Watson situation off the field, but I feel like both teams – and just in a vacuum about their former franchise quarterbacks did a horrible job of building around them, right? I think when the Texans traded away DeAndre Hopkins, things just were not the same. I think when Howie Roseman kept trying to build around Carson Wentz, it wasn't working, and then they won four games. And I said, I look, I think he was the reason that this whole thing got torn down. But just like in 2017, he has done an amazing job of cleaning up his own mess and not taking long to take this team from the basement to the top of the league. And like you said, every every move he's made has been great. You know, he's had a perfect balance of drafting well, being aggressive through trades, getting A.J. Brown, the right free agent moves. James Bradbury has been just as good Bradbury as Darius Slay on the other good. side of the ball. Um, it's just been a, a perfect storm of every, you know, like trading for Chauncey Gardner Johnson in the end of August. He's got four interceptions already this year. And then grabbing Robert Quinn at the trade deadline. Roseman's a mastermind of really adjusting on the fly. And a little bit is luck, though, I'll tell you, because although they've always believed in Jalen Hurts, they sniffed around other quarterbacks. I think they were in on trying to trade for Russell Wilson this year if he would have waived his no trade clause. Thank God that didn't happen. I think they were interested in Deshaun Watson. They if he were was interested in Deshaun. I, I think last year they had some interest in trading up for Zach Wilson. I think they wanted to try to make things work at times with Carson Wentz. So sometimes you need a little luck in the NFL for things to go right. And I think that's also what happened in Philly for sure. Nicobe Dean, what's going on with that? Yeah, look, TJ Edwards and Kazir White, the starting linebackers, have just been amazing this year. So it has nothing to do with Nicobe Dean not progressing, not developing. I still think he's going to be their starting will linebacker next year. TJ Edwards and Kazir White are both free agents. I think they're going to bring in one again this offseason and let Dean kind of take over next year. So I've wanted to see him on the football field. Maybe we'll get some of that action tonight if the Eagles are blowing out the Texans. But um, And it's crazy because the Eagles have had such bad linebacker play for so long, but Kazir White and TJ Edwards have been just that good. If you're listening, God, yeah. <laughs> just 
uh, two things. Bless us with a general manager that's able to put a team together like Howie Roseman. I'm rooting for you, man. <laughs> and the Astros close it out. Amen. I don't know, man. Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. Yeah, we got we got Houston Philly all week long. Yeah. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Eagles and Locked On Texans on all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. Both of us are going to have a recap show for you after the game on Friday morning. And uh, let's uh, let's get our Twitter handles in there as well, John. I'm at DBLCLOE. And where are you at? I'm at John underscore Hickman 12. Perfect. Perfect. Guys, thanks so much for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Texans your first listen today and every day. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the game tonight, guys. And uh, John, as always, it's good, great talking to you, man. Good talking to you too, Louie.